0: The following program contains people whose life screams awesome. Be sure to put your shades on. This is something that I encourage younger people when they say, I feel like I'm lost. I would encourage them, you know, it's okay. So you go out there and you try. And then at some point, you'll know what's for you.
1: You're listening to Catch-Up Sessions with Mark Laguna. Season number three gives you a peek into different industries in my conversations with friends about their life and career. What's it really like to be a TV actor, a news reporter, a business lawyer, an artist, or some corporate hotshot? Find out in this episode and more. Enjoy eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now catch up sessions this is catch up sessions life and career edition and for the first time we are going well outside of manila and outside of the philippines please welcome on the show officially ofw sarah soriano david hey sarah
0: Hey, Marky.
1: How are you? It's like high noon where you are. Well, late afternoon.
0: It's very hot right now. Uh, Very hot. Probably
1: around 43 degrees. Wild. And we are complaining at, you know, 30 degrees here. Let us know, where are you now exactly?
0: Well, I'm based in Doha, Qatar.
1: Hmm. Doing uh,
0: what? I am basically a workforce planner. Mm-hmm. government healthcare
1: workforce so- planner you have to sort of explain that a bit more for us
0: yeah i am under human resources mm. but it's not the traditional hr role that we're used to so it's more of a strategic function where we come up with the plans and recommendations mm-hmm. on how much people to hire and okay you know um it's it's kind of like IE related. Getting mm. the right people in the right place at the, at right, the time.
1: right time. At the right time. The first So time. <laughs> then yeah, yeah, the first time right the first time. Yeah. So you work now for the Qatar government?
0: That's correct.
1: Doing workforce planning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gosh, you know what? We will get to how you got there, but uh, let's bring you back to the beginning because we know each other from back in the University of the Philippines under the ie program
2: that's
0: right
1: side note i have news for you chocolate kiss is closing down
0: oh i know i heard about so
1: it. sad or by the time that this podcast is released they're probably gone out of business
0: both restaurants? They're both- i think
1: mm-hmm. all of it because they have na diba, yupi town and then the one in the no but they just announced on facebook that they're really really closing down so
0: but you never is- know, like down the road um, you
1: know, when everything picks back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, a le- it's, uh, it's its own legacy. It's its own legend. Like, we've been there many times and had Devil's Food Cake for fun dessert. I
2: know.
1: It's a quick commercial. But back to you. So, you finished industrial engineering. Yes. But uh, ventured into human resources. What's that like? I mean, why not, you know, hardcore, usually because it's about supply chain or maybe an overextension of that. I know people from finance or that area, engineering, but you went into human resources.
0: Yeah, actually, my story is very interesting Hmm. career journey, if I may share. So when I graduated uh, college after uh, getting my degree in industrial engineering, I didn't go straight into HR. So my first job was actually in IT.
1: Oh, yeah. We, we get a lot of you know, yeah. IT folks now too.
0: Yeah. So the, the good thing about IE is that you can really go into uh, various industries. So we're trained to go into any of these fields actually. So when I first started out, I joined a financial company,
2: mm-hmm. an
0: Australian multinational. And um, I had the opportunity to learn IT. Actually, I was thinking I had other opportunities. I I could have gone into supply chain, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, but I thought, you know, I really I think I know this already.
2: Mm. I'll
0: try something I'm, you know, something else. And
1: something new, not you're super yeah, familiar with.
0: Not, I'm not super familiar, and not just that. I feel like I'm weak in it in a way. Oh. I know that IT is big industry. Hmm. And it's it would be very useful for me, in my career, to have exposure in this area. So I thought, all right, let me go into this.
1: Jump in. So that was first job ever.
0: That was my first job. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Is it fintech, necessarily, or is it a finance company? But well, you were in like, the IT department.
0: It's like an international bank, and then they had businesses in securities, like hmm. um, trading, and then I was there in their IT support it's a global firm so it's a very big company they decided to build an office in manila i joined when it, the manila office was really small mm-hmm. uh, so
1: were you a pioneer employee
0: no no not i wouldn't say a pioneer but it it then grew
2: after mm.
0: after some time it it grew and grew because of course uh we have really good talent right
1: yeah yeah like a, an it hub of asia almost
0: yeah very proud <laughs> So I joined there and then I basically got into a a graduate program. So they they went to the the fair, UP fair, Mm -hmm. career fair. I think it was there that I I was- See uh, these
1: career fairs continue to be effective.
0: Go to career fair, guys. So I was able to come in through that. um, Mm -hmm. And then they hired me as like a rotating fresh graduate, wherein they would train you and mm-hmm. base you in different um, uh, teams. So yeah. that then you would find out uh, which part of IT you, you would grow in.
1: I guess most people are familiar with the management trainee program. Yeah. I it's
0: something, something, But like this it. is
1: all within the IT department for you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's within the IT field. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked about it is, you know, the way they established this program. They really wanted to train Fresh grants from scratch because it's, it's like you don't have any experience or, you know, biased from coming from a, other yeah. companies or other fields. So they get to really mold you corporate values. Yes. Mold <laughs> exactly So I learned a lot from that first job. And how
1: long were you there for?
0: I was there for a good. Uh, almost four years, three and a oh. half years. Oh, yeah Three and a half years. So um, I enjoyed it. It was very good and of course you know it pays quite well so it was good and it was in makati you know it's your nice first area job. yeah very nice area and then after that you would go to greenbelt and <laughs> hang, out, hang out with your the friends.
1: usual you know, young corporate life
0: yuppie. i was old. enjoying my be, being a yuppie in makati so it was a great experience
1: but approaching the fourth year what was it like? What was it a push or a pull that uh, caused you to eventually leave the company?
0: That's that's interesting. So, for me, I think there was, uh, it's always both, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: True, true, I agree.
0: So I've done exit interviews, I'm in HR now, so there's always a push and a pull factor. But for me, I would say the main thing is that uh, I realized that. A career in it was not for me mm. i was there and i i was doing i was doing okay i was doing good you know but then i felt like i wanted something else maybe this is not me and this is something that i encourage younger people when they say i feel like i'm lost i would encourage them you know it's okay so you go out there and you try and then at some point you'll know what's for you i then had an opportunity. I was asked to um join a from coming from a big global multinational. I was invited to join a family business mm. so, and not only that this business is based outside Manila okay it's based in ross city
1: wow, that's far from here i far from here i am <laughs> from Manila
0: island so I was asked to join as their corporate planning officer, so
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it was a big decision because, first of all, it's a career jump. Like you have to. Make goodbye, corporate, corporate, right? Yeah. First of all, goodbye, corporate.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, I'm I'm going into a different um, environment, working environment, a uh, different setup. Secondly, it's uh, I have to be based now outside Manila.
1: Yeah, transplant yourself elsewhere.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, I, you have to make a decision. It's like, do I want to continue on this path? Because I started mm-hmm. already, you know.
1: Yes, I am four years na din, di ba? Was that <laughs> not in your no? yeah, yeah, consideration set?
0: Yeah, he was saying, when will you go to the province? You'll not last. I'll hold, you know, just take a sabbatical or something. <laughs> like, you come back, you won't make it there. Oh, you're wow, in trust. In mm-hmm. no, like that. But he, he probably thought, you will probably get bored in you know and come back to manila
1: probably it's just a phase because it's unusual what industry is this this uh
2: uh right.
0: so, uh it's it's a construction and real estate uh group mm. but so primarily the businesses they have a lot of land and then they develop it they sell house and lots and a lot of subdivisions in there. Mm-hmm. and they were expanding because they have a giant, 400 hectare township that they wanted
1: to. Oh, mega development.
0: Yeah, mega mega development, and and for that size in that city, it it's not a it's not a like a major city yet. It's considered. Mm. A, so in the Philippines.
1: Like first tier, we have, second tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: yeah we have here. So it's not an urban urbanized area, mm-hmm. and and they, yet they have this this dream, of expanding. This, yeah. Uh, this this place. So that's why they called me in. Um, and interestingly, so I, the one who invited me, she's also an IE, uh, I, an alumna of UP. Mm-hmm. So, so she's like, okay, I need someone to help me uh, do some feasibility studies and all. So it's more my field. And I thought, okay, wow, this is I'm gonna really practice my more of IE now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Research.
0: Yeah, yeah. doing market research, um, feasibility studies, business planning, and all. Of so I'm like, all right. And then they, the thing is, the province life is different, right?
1: Mm, but, cost of living is slower, at least.
0: Yeah, it's slower. But the, the way they convinced me, too, is that you will be helping in countryside development.
1: Mm, just a good component of it, tiba? developing the nation. An important consideration is did they match your salary from corporate?
0: Yes. No, that is the that's the big problem. Oh what? You know when you that's that's one of the major considerations. Not hmm. a big problem, but it's like when I decided to do it, it was not only a career shift, it mm-hmm. was a pay cut. Hmm. Because i work your work from you working in the city, Manila, multinational and all, and then you going to a provincial rate. You know the this the minimum wages in 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 the in different areas in the
1: Philippines. 50- mm-hmm. It varies, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I had to really think about it, but then they said, you know, you'd really be helping your country. Um, you know the rural areas. You'd be helping us develop it, and I was like, okay. I went to UV. I, I went It's East time East. to give back. <laughs> you know, I need to help my country and all. And I thought, okay, I'll take the challenge.
1: Wow! So that made you say yes
0: clearly. Yes, and Mm. I would say that decision was really like I I would I didn't regret it. Like Mm. I really really enjoyed that job. I would say it was very tough and challenging, but I would say I learned a lot in terms of running a business because the family they really trusted me. And they're really very accommodating. And they taught me a lot about, you know, their business and all. And, yeah, they it was a great experience. So we were able to... Now, now looking back, so I wasn't there to see the whole thing develop.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: see the they you planted
1: the seeds out. at least, diba uh, to above. make sure it flourishes yeah. too. Are they, are they up and running now? Would you know?
0: Yeah. So right now, so it's not that easy to develop such a huge land like it's very capital intensive yeah to be strategic in in what you put up first so that was uh, what the kind of work that I was doing okay so all right let's study the market you know I really I lived there Mm -hmm. I was there during this typhoon there was a major typhoon I experienced that with them, so I, I kind of really bonded with the, with locals. the
1: locals there. Yeah,
0: who picked up the dialect, so I can understand the Hiligaynon. Long now, I can't. Don't ask me to talk. I was <laughs>
1: going to ask you for a sample, but
0: no, okay, no.
2: skip that. You
0: just laugh. They'll laugh at my me trying to talk, but I can pick up words. So it it was um it was good living there. So I mm-hmm. understood the people in a way. I was able to understand the market because at the end of the day, that's what it is. If, if you're trying to develop something or putting up a business, there's a, a very big part of it is the social aspect. That you're trying yeah. you to understand the people that you're trying to uh, attract.
1: Right. Knowing the consumer, I guess. The and,
0: and also to serve. And are, are we adding value? in
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, community in all of these things. It was, that that's what we did there. And uh, I, I'm happy to see now when I see the news about the, the place. They have, uh, they have built condominium and they have built this, these restaurants. And then they were able to invite a BPO, which is our idea. So we, we said, okay, you know what? There's a lot of people moving to the city uh, because there's better opportunities there. The thing we need to do is boost the economy here. And let's find a way to bring some jobs here. You know, you have the talent. We interviewed and we found like people who were coming from there. Uh, locals who had gone to Manila or other cities. To- and
1: you were luring them back, basically. Okay.
0: Well, we were planting the seeds at the time. Working with a, an excellent team. So we were like sending them, what you call the surveys?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm willing to come back.
1: If- oh, so it's uh, market research. But at the same time, it's also advertisement Now something's popping up here.
0: Yeah, and it was a lot of work because, well, we needed this data. Mm. And it wasn't just being able to convince the businesses Mm -hmm. themselves. But we have to work with the government, you know. Mm.
1: Because you need support for these things, right?
0: So we had to talk to a lot of people. And that really exposed me in dealing with different people. And it was a very good training for me. I was talking to uh, people from government. We even invited a school to come and locate there because it's like okay if we're going to invite people then they have we have to have a good school here because so. they
1: should have you know yeah. kids
0: you know uh, the kids, we have to consider all of these things and so um,
1: this is real life sim city building yeah. up a community literally
0: i would dream about this map so i know what it looks like by heart mm-hmm. it's it's true you will take it to bed with you it's in your mind 24 7 and I just was like, had the dream that they had to build that place. It was wow, incredible.
1: that is strong envisioning from the owners. Yeah, getting you on board fully. And again, it's, it's no joke. You're creating a community from, I guess, from nothing.
0: Yeah, so they're very good visionaries and they mm. love football. And um, yeah, so that was a great experience for me.
1: Wow. Now that you mention it, it sounds more awesome than... What was the official role title that they gave you?
0: corporate planning officer (laughs) I should
1: change that to something more fancy how long did you do this stint for
0: so it's it was brief for me Mm. uh it may have been brief but it's you know when it when you're putting up a business or you know when you're doing this kind of work Mm -hmm. it's very fast paced so uh, I was there for more than a year the reason why I had to give it up is I was uh I was flying back and forth
2: because mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: family is still here, Tamara. My,
0: my family and um, I had the personal reasons to come back. So, you know, I wanted to spend more time with my my grandparents, particularly my grandfather, who had, you know, some some issues. So, uh, I was like, okay, I think it's maybe time I need to go back. And yeah, it was more of personal reasons. Mm-hmm. That's what ended my stint there. So, but it was, it was then that I entered the world of HR. Human
1: resources. Now from oh. IT to some fancy corporate planning, how did HR?
0: Yuna. So this is the, the beginning. I was looking for opportunities back home in Manila so I could be based in Manila again. And there was a company that was offering two roles at the time. So, I had to choose if I was going to apply for sup- their supply chain role. So, here we oh, are.
1: I'm choosing. Sana. <laughs>
0: I'm choosing again. I know. You, you, this is That's so sana.
1: I, I'm team supply chain, as you can tell.
0: <laughs> bias towards supply chain. True, true. So, no, but of course, it's like we, we would tend to go in that in because that
1: it's track. easier out i mean that's what you know supposedly
0: so i could either go for this track actually i was applying for that too. and then the hr the recruiter who was uh interviewing me at the time said hmm, hold on give your background i think there, i have something else in case you might like it. Mm-hmm. so then she said you know we're looking for someone in hr to do workforce planning and I was like hmm so here we are again it's like I'm offered I have two opportunities the
1: easy route or the difficult one
0: lighting or something new and then she explained the role to me and I thought yeah I want to do that I actually want because in my previous role I had dealt a lot with people Mm -hmm. so I think that kind of stuck to me that I wanted to do something more in that field
1: people oriented changing lives literally Um, also right
0: more than dealing more with the product so i know in supply chain you would deal a lot with people
1: people people management also of
0: course it is but like really uh you know having that focus on the uh, people of the company as the the resources and all Mm -hmm. of the of the company and those they are really the ones you know Driving the whole organization. So, that to me was something that I was uh, in my previous role, um, you know, became very attached to that kind of work.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I had dealt with people in my previous role a lot, as I mentioned. So, I was like, okay, maybe I'll go for this. And also, my boss (laughs) or my manager at the time was going to be IE.
1: So you also have this affinity to IE. I think we should also mention because your mom used my to be our professor. In
0: IE
1: and IE. My,
0: my manager was an IE, and then the previous manager was also so. Um, so the way I
1: read it, yes, mom, I am IE affinity <laughs> wise, but I want something new. <laughs> right yeah. from IT to this corporate planning now HR.
0: Okay, a little segue. Mm. Uh, I didn't. Uh, have IES my first choice? Actually, I was really going. I wanted comsci. Okay. Was, or, no, I didn't know this. Yeah. So there's actually two. I chose either comsci. You know how you have to pick two.
1: Comsci
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or psychology. So <laughs>
1: it's not. It's not even in the short list
0: for HR, right?
1: So, yeah. True. So, yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: <gasps> you. <laughs> so funny because you basically did your choice.
0: Yeah, I di- and I did it eventually. Mm. But you know my. <laughs> Parents have a lot of influence.
1: Oh yes they do.
0: But uh Cuz
1: both was... your parents are IE graduates, right?
0: No, just my mom. I ah,
1: just one. just my mom. Just the mom. My mom. Mm-hmm. I love your mom cuz she gave me uno in i21. <laughs> Wala and, lang side not Yeah.
0: So but my dad's also an engineer. So mm. I I do thank my mom a lot for that advice. She said mm-hmm. if you do this, you will be able to go into a lot of uh a lot of things so different industries you'll have more of a what do you call this varied training or oh, what do you call it like a holistic training
1: yeah it's like a bird's eye view of the yeah. whole yeah, business
0: yeah so and she was right you know okay yes mom you're right <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes you'll register that
0: i say that a lot to her now especially now that i'm expecting my own
1: because you want your own child to say that yes mom you're right
0: <laughs> when we're young we we do rebels that we were we don't want to follow and then after oh that's why now it's I'm, only in
1: hindsight talaga yeah, in hindsight, it's
0: like, oh, I really, you really appreciate
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: especially your parents and you know the people who helped you along the so, way
1: yeah. so thanks mom for you mom. know redirecting you <laughs> and if she didn't do that you wouldn't have otherwise met yeah,
0: so, so that she's really a big influence and um, where were we Going
1: back into now exploring HR, this is the one for the multinational company, FMCG, right?
0: Right, this is FMCG, but it's the one I was working for is actually a Filipino company. Well, Ah. the name is a multinational, so they're a global brand, but Mm -hmm. the particular company or organization I was working with is Filipino owned. Okay, they actually, but we actually acquired the the U.S. company.
1: Which one is this? Can you just give names? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to wrap my head around. <laughs> so I was
0: working with Del Monte, Philippines.
1: Uh-huh. So that's Filipino established, Del Monte, Philippines?
0: Del Monte, or Del Monte? Del Monte, Philippines is uh, a company that's owned by Filipino.
1: Okay. But there's Del Monte all over the world, Tamaba. Right?
0: Yeah, there's Del Monte US. There's, uh, Del Monte, there's a Del Monte in well there it used to be just one, but then they like split up
2: mm-hmm.
0: into into different companies. So eventually Del Monte Philippines actually acquired Del Monte.
1: Okay. okay. Mm-hmm.
0: A big cool. sorry, Yeah. Filipino owned company acquiring a US company. So that was that was a highlight. Uh, anyway. So I, I, I went into that and I'm very thankful for uh, the training I got there because it's like I, I didn't really know HR. You know, the people I'm working with, they've all been, they all started out in HR.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So first job, you know, from the start, they know the ins and outs, they've rotated and all. So I had to really catch up because, again, this is, workforce planning is a strategic function. You have to know the roles, you have mm. to the business to be able to assign
1: know, the right people,
0: assign the right people and how many people mm-hmm. and figure out how we're going to come up with a, uh, an optimal workforce plan. Yeah,
1: because you don't want to over hire or under hire.
0: And you want it to be sustainable in the long mm. run. It's about sustainability. And uh, I had to ro- also, I didn't rotate but I was given like uh, I was given work,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: like uh, okay, I want you to learn how to recruit. So mm. I had to do, I had to do all of those things. Back to
1: the universities.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Like um, I had to learn how to do interviews, hiring interviews, exit interviews. What else was I doing? I had to learn job evaluation, how to do all these things. I also went into HRIS, which I could help with because... Uh, it's HR. the
1: IT component.
0: Yeah, the information system. Because I also have an IT background. So it was it's a good mix for me. I came I mm-hmm. up with technical and then now I'm doing the, the business side.
1: Application, me. no?
0: Um, I did a lot of that work and... Uh, putting my IE experience the experience of process improvement and all of these things so it was a really good training ground for me at that point
1: how many years can I go work
0: ah okay so when I joined the company maybe I had five years experience already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I I was there for another a little over two years so I don't know but my previous HR head would call it, these people, they are jumpers, you know?
1: Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jumpers indeed. Because yeah, you can't last like more than five.
0: Because back in my day, you know. <laughs> <it's like a
1: laughs> the very... older, older ones, they just <laughs> stick to one. Well, yeah. I still am sticking to one.
0: Well, well you guys are in uh, a really great company. So why not, right? If you're mm-hmm. there, you have a really good, role opportunity you enjoy
1: it stick to it well the reason why i actually asked because after five years of doing it and doing something else altogether no non-corporate what was it like did you feel na parang nako hindi ka na uh, what was going through your head because again you're going into a new function yeah uh, relatively different industry naman then talaga di ba? from the first one is it like you're starting over or do you feel like, you know, the man you have delivered before. What would you recommend also should be the mindset in that kind of jump that you did?
0: Yes, I would definitely say uh, I felt like I was starting over. Mm-hmm. As I said, the, the other people were like, oh, we've been doing this forever, you know. and I'm And I'm worried like, oh, I'm at this age, you know. I should already be probably going towards I should be a manager by now. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. We have these this, um, ambitions and these aspirations in our career. And, uh, But at the same time, personally, I'm the kind of person that enjoys uh, different things. So mm, New like things, go, it seems. New thing, going into new things and learning yeah the continuous learning is something that is very attractive to me Mm. and uh, it motivates me I guess that kept me off thinking about the fact that I didn't you you know I might not be able to catch up Mm. also I have this mindset so this is my advice like you said what advice would I give maybe some some people especially in this situation right now uh, I heard that the job market's difficult so you may not have a lot of choices that say mm-hmm. you have to go into something and then it might not be what you're your
1: core doing. industry that you or used to do mm-hmm. or what
0: you've been doing all your life i would say don't be afraid because your experience uh will actually enrich whatever it is that you're going to uh do in your next role as long as you have the motivation and the drive and yeah. the willingness to learn i think Nobody should really stop themselves from mm-hmm.
1: Something new. Again, at the end of the day, you know, th- there are transferable skills. There like, are. Your, like your grit and resilience, for one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so
0: I would say like me going into IT, having that background, and then having my background in planning, mm-hmm. actually helped me get this job.
1: Because okay. you are not parang this out-of-touch HR. You don't know yung work. Eh. <laughs> Usually, the yung reklamo, like that, now
0: Now, you have to work with a lot of data. So aside from the work for standing, I also do analytics. Mm. I analytics. So we have to work with a lot of data and analyzing it. Basically, coming up with executive reports for management. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, coming up with strategies all, I, I would say that my previous work experiences helped a lot. I could leverage on those. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say don't be afraid. Don't go totally off track. You know, I mean, you have to think about it. Too. It's like... There, there's, it's the right
1: balance. It's totally crazy lo- illogical. <laughs> no,
0: I'm not saying go ahead, go all out, go try this and that. And that. I also was trying to be deliberate, you know, mm-hmm. even if it seems like uh, I was jumping. I actually wasn't i knew i wanted to go a certain path mm-hmm. so i was covering i was getting experience and i had different kind of industry experience so i eventually want to become a consultant
1: ah making a purposeful career shift we get to hear more on that after the break but first If you're enjoying listening to people's life and career, be sure to follow so you can get updated on the latest episodes. By the way, if you know someone who you think we absolutely gotta have on this podcast, yes, it could be you, hit me up at catch-up sessions on Instagram. Catch you later. Life and Career Edition.
0: Like I said, I, I I'm I'm greatly influenced by my. Parents.
1: Like mom, like
0: father. Like <laughs> so they they are um, ha- they have a good consulting business going on. Or I wouldn't say business, but they have a lot of consulting projects. So mm-hmm. I like that idea
1: because you. You see yourself doing that for longer you know, later one day, mm-hmm. but
0: you know things change. <laughs> We, we don't know, right? Like, I'm just saying that to be real because of the yeah. current situation that we're in. Like right now, I'm enjoying where I am. So I, I, I didn't think I'd also be staying here for so long.
1: Well, actually, tell us first, how did you end up in Doha, Qatar? LinkedIn. Ooh, wait, did you search out? Did they reach out to you?
0: They reached out to me. I was not looking.
1: They probably Googled workforce planning because that was your exact yeah. role title.
0: So this is this is interesting. I was not looking.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
0: enjoying my role. My, um, I enjoyed my role. I enjoyed my team. The people. Mm-hmm. If you have a good relationship with your workmates, it it's something that will really you know make you stick. Even if you're working long hours or you mm-hmm. have, you have to do all these things, you won't really mind. It's like I'm having fun here. But uh, at the time, uh, so I got a call. And it's coming from some random number. And mm-hmm. I ignored it the first couple of times. I'm scared of, you know, being scammed scam. <laughs> you know, It's a scammer. Maybe they're trying to so... get my like, bank details or whatever. Oh, sige. Medyo frightening. But uh, eventually, the person messaged me and they mm-hmm. figured out I wasn't picking up on purpose. And said, hey, I'm um, so-and-so from Qatar. And we have a job opportunity that you might be interested in. So, ah, okay. So, it's this guy calling me. And the only reason I picked it up was really to turn it down. Ah, uh,
1: respectfully.
0: Yeah, I'm in HR now. You know, I know the feeling of you calling
1: Oh, me. no. but ignored, Shox, I ignore a lot of HRs. I'm so <laughs>
0: sorry. And they hey, we have a job. So, I want to like, say, oh, sorry, I'm not interested.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And be nice about it. So, he called me. And then I was, I was just into it. And then I said, actually, I'm not looking. I'm not open to moving outside the country. At this point. Yeah. And he said, um, he basically convinced me, you know, what's the harm in trying? You're just going to mm-hmm. go for the interview. We're just going to talk to you. Uh, you it's health care. You'll learn different things. And then the package is good. So, of course. Yes.
1: The- Here comes the guns Well, the greens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. That guy that called me, he's now my boss.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> he, was he was at least dead set and you know, getting what he wanted.
0: Yeah, so uh, we always joke about it. Actually, oh, I, you know, I just want, I was telling him I don't want to come here, and he's gonna, you know, we we would joke about it now. But he said, you know, I was just giving you one last call. I was giving <laughs> you up, and
1: then that was, was it
0: yeah and then yeah so that's how i i came in so guys uh make sure your linkedin profile is updated
1: yeah don't ignore the call
0: oh yeah you you can you don't know where it might lead you so and i think it was uh i think it was really in a way uh, god bringing me here Mm. it's it's part of the plan the
1: plan yeah yeah well, hello. We just mentioned. By the way, you're pregnant now. Husband is also in Qatar,
0: and I met him here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's one of the things that you you have no idea. I was not wanting to come here mm-hmm. when my mom heard about the. Idea.
1: Yeah, what was it like? Cause like at Middle East. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So there's there's absolutely.
1: always this stigma, right?
0: Okay, first of all, uh, when I I moved out of my my parents' house, but I didn't move. Are, right so even mm-hmm. I moved out but I'm like I can just come come home on the uh at night and eat dinner and then go back home you know it's mm-hmm. like my condo is really near my <laughs> my family's house so it's not like I really I'm
1: detached to- yeah
0: aside from my stint in in the province which I I ended up coming back anyway because mm-hmm. of my family so um when I told them about it they were they were not very especially my mom she was not very supportive What? we have to go that far
2: Mm -hmm, yeah
0: not work in singapore or somewhere nearer Mm -hmm. i told her i felt very strongly about this because i resisted Mm -hmm. and when they offered me i said no i'm not accepting this offer so i made it difficult in a way
1: but they still would you into saying yes
0: but it's okay fine uh you know, we did the whole negotiation thing and I was like, okay, fine, let me try it. What's the harm, right? So eventually I I, des- I just decided um, it was time. Uh, there were a lot of signs too. I was not mm. talking about specific signs. There were signs <laughs> that I was like, okay, time for me to try this. Uh, okay, so then I ended up coming here. And so we, ha- okay, someone who might not have any idea what it's like to,
1: to live in the like Middle East, East, East Qatar specifically what is it like
0: yeah it's like from the heat yeah okay the heat so we have this idea right mm,
1: desert ano ba ngawan and jan
0: very different culture mm. right because it's an islamic country so it's very different rules so uh, when i first came here i was still scared because i didn't know anyone and um, good thing i had some I had a friend back home eh, who had uh, told me, oh, where are you going? I have a friend there. Why don't you, you know, um, uh, connect them, you know, connect. So I was like, okay, fine. So yeah. Like, you know, I know some people. And um, when I came here, I was pleasantly surprised. So the country is very clean, mm-hmm. very organized, and very safe. One of one of the things that I had concerns about is my safe. You know, I was going to be very far. I didn't have anybody I could just run to and I know the rules are different. So it's very safe here. You know, you can you can go to a coffee shop, leave all your stuff on the table, go to the toilet or somewhere, go t- and leave your laptop your your phone and everything come back it will still be there mm. it, it's 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 that kind of environment well personally that's my experience yep. I'm on any of these issues and you know you leave your bag somewhere your, or your shopping bag um you, you, you if you forget you come back after an hour or so it will still be there somebody would have given it to the police and they would give you a call and say hey your wallet's with us that kind of place so very safe I also, like, I never had any Arab or Muslim friends before mm. leaving the Philippines. And then <laughs> coming here, they're very nice.
1: Your eyes are open because you're exposed to the people, yeah. no? Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, we, we hear the news about, you know, we have some, uh, what do you call it, the stigma or, you know...
1: Biases but brought but about by what you're based, exposed to.
0: Yeah, based on what we hear mm-hmm. uh, but when you actually meet people who are, you know, of this part of the world, they are very kind, you know, well, at least the ones I the friends I You're have
1: You're fortunate enough, right? Yeah,
0: they're, they're very nice in general, very kind. You feel very safe and accommodated. They are accommodating. So mm-hmm. that's my personal experience. So oh, that's really good. Yeah, so it's it's different from, you know, the what you would probably have thought of not getting this exposure
1: Mm, because they are unfounded technically they're just from you know maybe stories passed on and not even to go the first hand second hand stories it's really just generalizations
0: or probably it's like some incident and
1: and it gets magnified to be the only one that people remember
0: that's what we know
1: true true
0: so when i first came here i thought i'm i'm just gonna stay one year (laughs) you know i'm just gonna feel it Feel my, the environment. See, try to learn something, and it was something else that had attracted me. is the opportunity to work in healthcare.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. So I was like, okay, I've had experience in IT, banking, um, real estate, uh, business planning, um, FMCG. Now I'm going. uh I'm going to expand even more. So I told you, I want to be a.
1: Like, you will be a multifaceted consultant working in, ito lalabas sa description yeah. ng consultancy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, I'm not exactly, you know, going all over the place. I'm, hmm. It's a little deliberate.
1: It's still a specialty. It's multiple functions. A yeah. select, You know, a respectable group of industries that are very, <laughs> ba? big rollers.
0: Yeah, so that really attracted me because I was like, oh, healthcare. Hmm. This, is, um, this is a big industry.
1: Yeah, everyone has it all over the world.
0: So now it's even more true critical and highlight mm. um, uh, like a bit really the, the main industry now mm-hmm. that we're relying on because of yeah. what's happening. At the time, I just wanted to, you know, get more experience. Yeah. And then another thing is, oh, I'll be working in government. I've never done that. I've always worked in private. So that's another different thing. Said okay, I'm gonna experience this.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So I came here, and again, I, I guess I'm really fortunate to have the opportunity to work with the, the people that I work with in all my companies. Because mm-hmm. I learn, I learn a lot. They've taught me a lot of things, and um, I keep growing and I keep you know learning new things. It's very exciting because healthcare is a a big different monster so you know how when you're when you're planning for let's say what was i planning for before fmcg okay mm. um you have a plant you have farm, yep. okay when you're planning for a hospital it's like you're there's so many different roles mm. so many
1: it's different not just the doctors and the nurses there are more different roles different to be done tasks to be done
0: exactly so You have okay, just look at the biggest but the biggest workforce always in healthcare is the nurses. The nurses. Mm -hmm. Salute to the nurses. Um, they work very hard. So but in even in nursing it's they you have different specializations. So you have Mm -hmm. just the work in the inpatient or the wards, you know. And then you have nurses in the outpatient setting, in the clinics. Mm.
1: Do triage.
0: Do yeah. Uh, doing dialysis, you have nurses in the operating theaters doing helping with the doctors, nurse,
1: nurse uh, scalpel,
0: <laughs> and it's that's a very important role actually that they have to count everything All because
1: the, they don't want missing instruments left inside the body. The
0: number of cotton balls or Ooh, legit. whatever that they use, they have <clears> to make a list and make sure they count it. Everything that they used or they that went in, you know while they're doing the procedure Mm -hmm. make sure it's accounted for after because so it's it's uh, it's you think it's like uh you know it's a scalpel it's really really difficult you have to
2: focus Mm -hmm.
0: and then um yeah so there's different kinds of uh roles and aside from that you have uh, the doctors are also difficult to plan for because they don't just i don't just do clinics if i'm a doctor i'm not i'm not just going to you know take outpatient uh, clinics all day, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them, they will go into surgery. They will go rounds. They will go into maybe get called to emergency and all of this. So it's it, how do you plan for this? <laughs> right? How do you how do you know how much manpower? And it's
1: mm, at any given point in time, because you basically are fielding people in the hospitals in the country.
0: And, and they have different specializations and
1: mm, stuff. True. So you have it's uh, like variable XYZ <laughs> a, B, C, D, e, F, G. <laughs> And then solve for the most optimal one. It is still IE after all. Variables.
0: You have doctors in cardiology, mm. you have a pediatric cardiologist, then you have a pe- uh pediatric sur- uh pe- someone in pediatric surgery.
1: You run this number in an algorithm, I assume no. No one does this manually
2: anymore.
0: Well, uh, at this at this point. Uh, we are actually still developing a lot of things. So mm-hmm. that's still exciting. I told you, I'm still learning a lot of things. So um, we have, you know, without going to details, we have like built some models. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting, you know, to to build something or, you know, to to start using this thing. How oh, we thought about how to, how to do that. And th- the thing is, you can't just buy an off-the-shelf product or, you know, take it from some other country and apply it to whatever, mm-hmm. whatever setting you have because there's different things that are like intrinsic to your own organization. Like yeah. for example here, there's a big thing with uh, there has to be like a male and female
1: separate. racial. Ah separate.
0: Separation because of the culture.
2: Oh you, you
0: go into the hospital, there are some areas males can't go into because that's okay. Things like that. So I told you many variables mm-hmm. So it's really exciting, and yeah. Aside from, from that, you have also you know uh, your radiology technicians, your um, uh, uh, lab technicians. There's so many roles. Yeah, so cool. a lot, of, and actually, right now we're in the middle of uh, planning season. So it,
1: how often, but do you do a, like a yearly planning? How does it yeah. work usually?
0: Well, usually with workforce plans, you would have an annual.
1: Uh, does it gets refreshed. Yeah, um, again?
0: You don't have a long-term strategy, you know, or a long-term mm. plan. But then you have to really do it annually, change. Mm.
1: You have to see it through. Recruitment, people leaving, I guess, you no know, has to be taken into consideration. In how long have you done this now?
0: So here, I've now been here, wow, four years.
1: Ding, 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 four year mark.
0: <laughs> so like I told you, when I first came here, I didn't even bother, like, getting my license or getting a car or what. Because uh-huh. I always thought I would just...
1: Short stint, no?
0: Yeah, I can go back anyway. Because it's it's harder here. Like, I have my license back how oh, I've been driving since, you know, mm-hmm. we were in college. But um, here, I have to go to school again.
1: Yeah, so you can buy your Ferrari.
0: <laughs> the good thing is, mm. if I do decide to get a car... The cars here are really cheap the the luxury cars, so it's not unusual for you to see a porsche a bmw Like half my team are driving like mini cooper two bmw's mercedes in my team mm. so our, our secretary drives a mini cooper so
1: well noted that will be yeah. well noted <laughs> if you have you know luxury car dreams it's a place in this to be
0: area you, we don't have taxes we don't have ah. So it's we're very fortunate, but of course, who knows how long that's gonna be. You know. Yeah. So
1: milk it for as long as it's still there. Now I will already count that as a perk, which is my next question. What else would be, you know, the advantages of you know living in a place like Qatar mm-hmm. or perhaps doing what you do now, workforce planning.
0: Okay. So I'll first answer the Qatar thing. Mm. The perks would be, um, like I said, we don't pay income tax, so that's a big thing. And the offer is very f- a very big difference.
1: Highly, highly competitive. <laughs> Maybe you can call it that.
0: Yeah. So uh, compared to the, the rest of the world, I guess, because we mm. attract expats here as well. So that's a big perk, a major perk. So you get to save a lot or you get to, you know, like you said, buy your Ferrari, live your dream Mm. for some time. Um, And then what I like about this place is also they're very family oriented. So Mm. um, I was telling you earlier, um, I get home by three.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. So early. And that's not under time. That's regular No, that's my
0: regular time. And Mm. when I do have my baby for two years, I get to go home by one. Or it's up to me. I get another two hours off.
1: For oh,
0: wow. For so, it's a very relaxed place. Mm-hmm. There's a chill vibe. And there's a lot of parks. So
1: It's hot <laughs> outside, <Well>, right? the park air-conditioned?
0: No. <laughs> the stadiums are, though. Oh, okay. So, like that. Next year, uh, FIFA is going to be hosted here. So, oh. we're really preparing for that. And um, what, what can I say? Yeah, uh, shopping. There's no tax, so a lot of things are cheap. Uh, mm. Well, h- hindi ren. I would say in the Philippines, I would find things on Masada. that's, what? <laughs> it's coming straight from, it's coming from China now, right? And all yeah, there. yeah, it's
1: right next door to us, so.
0: But certain things, like maybe luxury items, mm. things coming from Europe, they're a lot um, less expensive here, so all those things. Uh, what else? Yeah, the schedule is good. I will say something about the downside, though. Of course, mm. no place like home.
2: ah <laughs> true.
1: Really
0: no place like home. That's why I would try to go home as much as I can, right? Like, before this mm-hmm. uh, pandemic, I, I try to come home. Come to Manila. <laughs> Manila, yes. <laughs> uh, How and-
1: about the workforce planning industry?
0: Okay, Work-first planning is actually, I would say, based on my opinion and what I've seen, it's kind of a niche.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: don't have a lot of you. That's why, when you search sa LinkedIn,
0: you don't have a lot of people doing it, mm. uh, it as a whole, you know, in the labor industry. And also... Uh, if you are specialized in a certain um, type of industry, like say healthcare workers, mm. that's a that's a different thing. That's a very you know probably you you get a few few people doing it, wherein we know the role. I, I wouldn't say I would know already. Yeah, I'm still learning. I'm in the process of learning. Like, but if you've been in this in doing this for say a decade or so, you would really. You know how the hospital runs, you know mm-hmm. how different services run you get a certain level of expertise in the industry yeah. because
1: yeah but it is like all of the backroom work i guess of and making it, sure everything it, runs
0: exactly, and that's like a very i would say a very specialized field so I like that because i I enjoy this uh I, I would say this is my career now I come to work you know i'm 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 happy. There's, mm. I've, I've experienced sometimes before, you know. In we've been working for twelve years, Mark.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So You've been, been at it for a while.
0: You've know, been at it for a while. So in my in the past years, you know, I've been I've felt like oh, I I don't I'm not motivated. Mm-hmm. So, you, know, you, have you
1: never been, have that now in the last four years.
0: I won't say never, but mm. I will, you know
1: not as frequent Good as here, and no. existential questions of why am I doing yeah. what I'm doing. Like,
0: like questioning me doing this,
2: mm.
0: I would say it hasn't come at this oh.
2: point.
0: Mm. When, you, when you when you mentioned push or pull factors, normally it will be like you have stress, yeah. relational stress at work, or if there's too much workload. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really find a time that I didn't enjoy what i So that's, that's but that's me, you know. And, I, and I'm sure like you, you've been with, Supply chain for such a long time, too, and you know, never thought of changing. So, with each person, there's a oh, oh, <laughs> 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 <Now it's> like,
1: <laughs> that's for another session. Another so,
0: but then <laughs> You know, the, the, there's some you just have to find your way. Mm-hmm. But, you
1: there's know, always the, the, the good and the bad in anything. Yeah. Sometimes you just really have to latch on to. Something that you find joy in, in the work that you do.
0: And I guess like, you know, uh, now hearing my whole story, um, I would say, don't be afraid to try Mm. things. So, um, okay, if you don't uh, make it there or if it's not for you, especially in the early years, Mm -hmm. you you can always just... Try something else, right? But then at the same time, try to be deliberate too. Hmm. When you move into the next role, you should already know, okay, I didn't like this. Okay, mm-hmm. this is not for me. But potentially, what it, what is it that I want to achieve in the future? And what, it, what should be my next target? Yeah. So that I can uh, hone myself or develop myself in the way where I want to go in the end.
1: Yeah, you have a landing cause, yeah. and then everything builds up.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's also a mix of uh, whatever opportunity comes your way.
1: Yeah, because you know this is not the part that you control, Yeah. but you have to be able to grab it as it yeah. knocks on well, your door.
0: I would say, for me, prayer helps. Mm. I would say a lot of the things that I have now, like, you know, I, I met my husband here I think I prayed for him, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe that, but now when I'm thinking about it, okay, fine. You're gonna say you're newlyweds, you're enjoying your honeymoon phase. But <laughs> I, I, I've had relationships in the past, and I think when you when you desire something or when you ask for it, and then God is good to us, and eventually, you know, in the right time.
1: Not in your time, in God's, God's time. time.
0: I mean, I, I I would say I try to force a lot of things in my life. Mm. But When we are, you know, when we trust that, our, that we have that he has a plan for us and all, uh, you you find that it's actually better than what we could have thought. And yeah, I'm really grateful now. And then I have my family soon to have my baby.
1: Yes, looking forward.
0: So it's, You're it's a
1: bouncing different.
0: baby. Yeah, different for everyone because at at some point I also didn't think this was for me, the family life, because Mm -hmm. I was enjoying, you know, working a lot. No, like it changes depending on what stage you are in life. Mm
1: -hmm. So what is next for you, Sarah?
0: Ah, okay. So this is the difference now. So before I would say I was very involved with my career. I wouldn't mind, you know, working a lot, doing this and that. And also of course, you you'd have a lot of time for your friends, mm. you know, these projects going into this. You know, you have some groups you're doing these things, but definitely now I don't know. It's because if it's because I'm pregnant and I have hormones <laughs> are just making me relax a lot. But I I would say I've changed And that mm. uh, it's more. I'm I'm trying to really have that balance now. Mm. When I go home. No, I just come home. I relax. I enjoy my life. I uh, I'm now learning not to stress too much. So, uh, largely even that can
1: be deliberate, diba? Right?
0: I'm thankful largely to my husband for that because he's, he has that uh, uh, what you call his demeanor. So yes he he's we are opposite. So where I would tend to think a lot or sometimes be anxious about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm think thing it has to be perfect, it has to come through the and all. I've sort of learned to just, you know, take it day by
1: day. Yeah, relax, because what will happen will happen.
0: Yeah. You have no control really. True. So yeah, that's where I am right now.
1: Oh, I'm so happy. But you found that state for yeah. you, even if you're not here, but you have family there now too.
0: Of course i miss my family back home a lot and as soon as we can and the baby pops out
1: (laughs) we'll definitely see you very soon we hope
0: see you tito marky (laughs) yeah
1: call me marky (laughs) okay before i let you go though you have to answer this last question sarah who will you not recommend this kind of lifestyle and the career that you choose to. If you're a certain type of person, maybe going OFW is not for you, or something along
0: those lines. Yeah. I think I have a good understanding now of how to answer this. So mm. If you're someone who is very, very attached to your family and like you will just die if you don't see them for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, not that I'm not attached to my family, but it's just that uh, I have very supportive. You know they're very supportive to for us to go and to you know, let you go you know and we we do have online communication mm. uh there are some people that will just really cry every day if they're mm. apart from their family the way an o f w or someone living abroad working abroad has to stay apart so long from their family, especially if you're coming alone and you're not able to bring your spouse your children i wouldn't recommend yeah. it. if you can really bring your bring your family but if you have a family and you're thinking of going abroad or, or you know being separated for the better opportunity you have to really really think about that because assess
1: your priorities no you
0: know? will sacrifice a lot you will not be able to witness your children moments going to hmm. and all of these things and of course your bond with your spouse there's Okay, I'm just gonna be uh, like I'm just gonna be candid. There's a lot of cases here where you know you go abroad, you're away from your, your partner, your spouse, your wife, your husband, and it doesn't work out.
2: Ah,
1: uh, true. We find someone else.
0: Yeah, you'll find Unfortunately. Yeah, they find some other person and hmm. it's really sad. So uh, if you're a family person and you have one already. But if you're single, come on.
1: <laughs> Explore <laughs> the unknown.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of expats. Um, what else? So that I think I think that's the major thing. I think that's that's like it. And also, if you're not someone, because I know there are some people that really do not like going out of their comfort zone. Because when you mm. go to a different country, I mean, you've experienced living in a different country. Yeah, know? it's so much fun. It's so much fun, but it's a certain kind of personality. It is. Right? So like going, oh, yes, I would get to try
1: this. Yeah, next. something new, different, different people. people.
0: The adventurous type. But if you're not mm. that and you're just you know, you're you're scared. There are some people I know they are even scared to get on a flight alone, you know. I'm like, you're not alone. There's like <laughs> no I don't want to fly by myself. You're not by yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be so expensive.
0: Yeah, so it's like you have to go with them, you know. Like they're not comfortable just traveling on their own Mm, mm.
1: or independence also right?
0: not independent you know they will not survive without by themselves like how what will i do if i'm in a new place i have no one to ask to do how do i set this up my new house and also and one of the things that i i was crying about this is funny when i first came here it's like I have to bring my own groceries
1: (laughs) Because she didn't have to do that back home.
0: Because it's like you're fully independent, you know. Mm. But then after a while, actually, you just just get used to
1: it. Well noted. And once again, we hope to see you very soon. Have a safe baby delivery. Uh, But in the meantime, enjoy this new chill mindset that you have found in regard to the husband.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
1: Look at that, you made it this far. Check out the other episodes so you get to hear about another industry. I also have friends from around the world in season two and a great migration in season four. Special thanks to JB Tabuzo for the episode cover art. He's one of the featured guests in this season and Patrick Chung, who recorded that awesome song from Down Under in Tasmania. His episode is featured in season two. Find links to their works in the show's Instagram account at Catch Up Sessions. Catch you next time.
2: Obsession. Life and Career Edition.